His name is Jesus, and we serve Him. Hallelujah. I would like to go a different, little different route tonight uh, in regards to the teaching of the Scripture and teaching you that are here in the house of the Lord and those who may be uh, listening online. We welcome you tonight to the house of the Lord, uh, Clinton, Maryland. And uh, we are opening up, and yet there's epidemics all around. And seemingly they're getting more, uh, more pronounced. But we serve a mighty God. His name is Jesus. Can you say amen tonight? Praise the Lord. I'd like to take you in the book of, of uh, Psalms, and I'm going to take you to some scripture here in Psalms about what is taking place in the world. We're living in peerless times. That's what the scripture teaches us. We're living in peerless times, folks. Amen. And uh, these are good times and bad times. But I think we're in the bad times. But the scripture says in the book of Psalms, if you have your Bibles with you or if you have your Bible at home, would you please turn to chapter 33 in the book of Psalms. And the Bible says, verse 12, let me put this in first. The counsel of the Lord standeth forever. The thoughts of his heart to all generations. Now verse 12 is where we take our thought tonight. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord and the people whom he hath chosen for his own inheritance. Hallelujah. Let me read that latter part to that night again. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord and the people whom he hath chosen. Aren't you glad you're chosen tonight? Hallelujah. And listen to this. For his own. You've been chosen for his own inheritance. What a privilege to know that we are chosen for his, his inheritance. And you may be seated. And you at home, uh, we welcome you to turn into our uh, service tonight that we are teaching on. And uh, we will say at this point, these are the times that demand spatial trust in the Lord. We're living in that day and that hour where we need a spatial trust. Amen. Not thinking I had it, not wishing I had it, but studying the word of the Lord for yourself and saying, blessed is the Lord. Blessed is my God whom I serve. Amen. I don't have to worry about who I serve because I know who he is. These times demand 
the people of God to be mindful and to be noticeable of the things that are happening in the world today. Amen. So we want to give you a, a, a text tonight that we are going to try to do some teaching on the nations that rise and fall from this scripture. Nations rise and they fall. The Chinese nation is again on the march toward political and economical superstatus. Amen. They're increasing their military power. But we're not going to stay right here, what's happening right now, but we want to take you back into history and give you some things that happened to other nations before they fell. So empires has crumbled, and the United Kingdoms may not ever survive again. For nearly 6,000 years from the ancient Babylon to our modern-day civilization has been a powerful nation fall. Nations have rose high to a pinnacle, and they have collapsed. In fact, right now, the United States of America is nearly at the end of its zenith. If we're not careful, we will go the way of other nations and become powerless and maybe be overtaken before the Lord comes by some other nation. Wouldn't that be awful? Things that are happening today, for instance, I will say, before I go any further, it may be on your mind and it may not. But remember January the 6th when our capital was rushed and, and it was devastated by those who trying to get in the capital to do damage. They did do a lot of damage. How many of you may have heard the, the policemen, uh, the police officers in D.C. tonight uh, today yesterday and today, talking about how they were treated by people coming to the nation's capital. Supposed to be peaceful. If you heard their testimonies, no need for me to try to, uh, to repeat all of it. But it was tragic. Amen. Sorry to say it was tragedy. The United States is still a leading world power, but it will not remain so forever. As I read you the scripture in Psalms uh, 33 and 12, blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. And we are his people. He has chosen you and chosen me to be part of his people. And the Bible said he's going away to prepare a place for us. And he's coming again to receive you unto himself. So let's look at some things here tonight. 
We have endured many things in our nation. We know that. We can imagine that the civilization of past civil, uh, nations in the past also experienced their government to remain. But you know what? One of those nations were Babylon. And the scripture in the New Testament says, or in the book of Revelation says, Babylon has fallen, has fallen. Well, let me, let me give you some information here. Babylon went into Israel and captured the Israelites. And they took their young for slaves. And they left their elderly behind. But they took all of them. And then when they got them, they made them slaves. Amen. And we're seeing a lot of hatred in the world today. But that's no surprise. City of Babylon with its great empire fell in one night. One night. What a shame. Well, I guess it wasn't a shame because they had already taken in and captured Israel. And then along the lines there came Belshazzar who became the grandson, the king of Israel, I mean the king of Babylon. And he one night was making a great big, uh, what, happy party of some kind. He brought in the, sil the, the golden goblets out of the temple of God. And the Bible says while they were doing this, the Medes and the Persians. Well, the Medes was uh, cutting off the river to go another direction while King Belshazzar was having his day. And But a hand appeared that night in his big area and room that he had. It appeared on the wall. God was displeased with Babylon and a hand appeared and it started writing many, many tickle you fossil. What did that mean? It meant Belshazzar, king of Babylon. Your days are numbered. Amen. And that night, The empire collapsed. Belshazzar was destroyed and killed that night. So nations rise, but God, if God is not their worshiper and praiser, if God is not their God, guess what? They're going to destruction. I hate to say it, but our nation has forsaken God. Amen. The scripture says they have hewn, hewn themselves cisterns, broken cisterns that cannot hold water. Amen. And why? They have gone the way of Cain, 
the Bible says. What is happening in our world today and in our, our nation? I heard one of the police officers say, is this America? I, it's a lot of food for thought. And what I'm teaching on tonight is nations that's been before us that, that have lost, they're no longer thought of. They're not even mentioned. Only the Bible mentions them. So uh, we need to uh, shoulder up ourselves and start seeking the Lord that God would help us. Listen, the city of Babylon with all its great empower fell in one night to the Medes and the Persians. Amen. Its walls were thick that it could hold two chariots on the walls running side by side down around that city. It was what probably at this time one of the largest cities in that part of the world the Medes and the Persians the Persians empire fell before the uh, the daring quest of Alexandria the Great and then Grecians the Macedonians empire which lasted which later rather fell to the rising mighty power of Rome then Rome had so much land. And then England. Look at England. They're not the powerful nation that they once were. I'm trying to teach on history tonight. The Persians ruled from 586 B.C. to 550 B.C. The Greeks ruled from 330 B.C. to 63 B.C. The Romans ruled from 63 through after Christ was born. Amen. And so here we have all of this happening. I know that a lot of people depend on America to give them help, to give them military support. One day, there will be no America. One day, there'll be no America. Now, where's the church going to be? Had you ever thought of that? Have you thought about where we're going to be during this period? The world's not going to end just because the church is raptured. Oh, no. The, the world isn't going to end then. But it will end one day. But there will be those that come up. They'll even want to fight against the Messiah. But we know who's going to rule and who's going to win then. His name is Jesus. 
He's coming with ten thousands of his saints to make war with who? The one that's leading it all, Satan. Satan. So, as we move along, there's so much in this to be told. For more than 2,000 years, the United States has been a great power in the world scene. Yet in years since, the Soviet Union fall and in the wake of the global war on terrorists, we have seen the United States declining. We're not the nation that is loved by so many people in the world. In fact, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on record to say many Americans don't love Jesus. Their mind is turned. Amen. There's less people going to church now than they were five years ago, maybe ten years ago. Decline of attendance to the house of God. You see, what happened to these empires, it lasted for more than 500 years beyond the Roman Republic. Yet, even that mighty empire saw its thirst first incarnation dissolved in 476, 476, not B.C., A.D., after Christ. So, where are we at tonight? Well, we're on the threshold, I believe, of the coming of the Lord. I believe it's not too long till God is going to descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, hallelujah, and say, come up higher, my people. I've got a mansion prepared for you. What, what a thrill to know, church. Amen. We're going up instead of down. We're going in a rapture of the Lord Je with the Lord Jesus Christ. When he comes in the clouds of glory, hallelujah, we need to be ready. We don't need to be twisting our fingers. I, uh, our, one of our first general superintendents of the United Pentecostal Church, I just came into church in 57, and uh, I heard him tell about his wife. She would get nervous. And she'd start wringing her hands. And she would say, uh, Mussolini's going to get us. Mussolini's going to get us. Well, Mussolini's been dead. He didn't get nobody. If he thought he was going to get somebody, he didn't. But he had a lot of friends. Probably he might have met where? In hell. I read nothing in history that he ever got right with the Lord. Amen. And so, let's move ahead. The Roman Empire. What happened to that empire? It lasted for more than 500 years beyond the, uh, the Republic. Yet that mighty empire saw its last incarnation. Jesus was born 
during that siege of the Romans. People thought he had come to destroy the Roman Empire, but he didn't. He didn't come to destroy the empire. He came in the time that was presented in Galatians chapter 2, I think, and maybe 20, second chapter, verse 20, that said, and when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, made under the law, made by a woman. So, here we are. Hundreds of years passed. People still say that the sun never set on the British Empire. Yet within a century, that vast empire crumbled. It crumbled. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm glad right now that we can say we're blessed by the hand of Almighty God. Hallelujah. You should be thankful that the Lord thought you worthy to call you out of darkness <coughs> into His marvelous light. In Jesus' name, what a thrill it is. What a thrill. There is something happening around the world. We can't answer everything about it, but it's happening. You and I know it's happening. So let's go further. So a hundred years ago, the people thought that the sun would never, never go down on the landmass that England had, but it did. They still thought it. Yet within a century, that vast empire, it crumbled. These times demand spatial trust in Him. Amen. Don't put your trust in your government. Really? It's crumbling from within. A lot of churches are closing their doors. One group over in, we've got a church that was given to the United Pentecostal Church, Maryland, over in Eastern Shore. Down, going down toward Virginia on, on the uh, area over there at the beaches, down below there, down right in, I think it's close, either Maryland or just in line with Virginia. They've turned that over to the United Pentecostal Church International. People left. And ever who was left behind signed the papers and gave it to the church. Right, right there's a young lady whose father pastored that church, Sister Collins, right? Huh? 
Praise the Lord. So I got a witness right here sitting on the pew. Her father pastored the, the church that they gave her. That method, what well, I don't know what. It was originally a Methodist church. It's a history right now. It's, his, it's on the history, right? Yeah, it's, it's a historical site. Hallelujah. God's going to do a, do a thing that's going to just absolutely blow our minds. It's going to blow the church's mind. But he's God. And whatever he does, he's going to do it right. Hear me tonight, you that are listening on our website. God is going to do a work, and he's going to do it by himself. Hallelujah. He's coming in the clouds of glory, and it's closer than what we think. It's closer. He's coming. So we need to be prepared. If you're trusting in the Lord, you need to put all your trust in him, church, because he will see you through. He will see you through because he is God. So, we know that the fall of nations are prophesied. We could have predict who could have predicted the demise of such a great world power of Britain as Britain was. But let's go further. Eastern Europe would eventually escape the, the grip of the Soviet Union. How did they know the Bible prophecy foretold the rise of another great world power or superpower in the book of Revelation? Amen. This was, this was published by... Uh, Mr. Herbert W. Armstrong. Here's what he proclaimed boldly. Boldly proclaimed that Eastern Germany would be joined to the Western, Western Germany and that Russia will be the force to relinquish her control over Hungary, Czechoslovakia, and parts of Austria. Will German remnants stop Russia? Uh-uh. No. How about Germany? How about Germany? World War II. Now, not, maybe some of you younger folks don't know all of that unless you've got it out of history. Okay? Adolf Hitler did this. He confiscated all the guns from the German people. I mean, pardon me, the, uh, the weapons uh, of Israel, the Jewish people. They confiscated everything, took their money and all. They had no weapons to fight with. And he slaughtered. Millions put them in gas chambers, done heinous crimes. Who would have thought they almost got Russia? 
and would have no doubt if it had not been for America. All of the Middle East, they were after. Who would have thought Germany itself would not be a powerful nation anymore? We're talking about end time. We're talking about rulers of yesteryear that the, the school board and the schools don't teach anymore. I don't think they teach anything about history. They want to tear down what history that we have already. And they're getting some questions about that. Well, here's some other things. Sri Lanka, Iraq, Ghana, Nigeria, Somalia, as well as much of the sub Saharian African nations, all of this for a generation or two, Britain sought to recapture all of this, but they couldn't do it. So what are you saying, preacher? Well, let me go back just a little bit. It was back in the North, uh, the uh, Old Testament, you read of these nations being conquered. The Medes and the Persians. And I wrote, I wrote, uh, told you how long they lasted and, and everything. And, uh, you know, it's almost about the same thing today. They're over there fighting. They want, rush, want Israel annihilated. Amen. But you know what? It's not going to happen. None of them nations that's fighting against Israel has the Lord on their side. None of them. And so one day, God is going to take up the fight as he did in the Old Testament. And they won't know how to control or fight this one, because he's coming on a white horse with a sword in his head. Hallelujah. Or the sword of his mouth is going to be speaking. And they're going to be in so much fright and trouble that he's going to annihilate them, no doubt. I'm glad I'm on his side. I'm glad I'm on the Lord's side. Hallelujah. Who was it that said, you that are on the Lord's side, come over here? Huh? And the Bible says, those that got on the Lord's side, that's way back in Moses' day. And guess what? Those that all went over on the Lord's side, was spared. But what happened to those that didn't move? Do you know? Have you studied it? Whoa! You talking about an earthquake? <laughs> the earth opened up. God doesn't need bombs, missiles. All he has to do is speak. And he's 
and the earth opened up and just swallowed all of them up and closed again. Whoa! So, the Lord doesn't need what we need to fight wars with. Mm-mm. He's got the elements that he can use at any time of his disposal. Folks, I know that this may sound uh, off tonight, but I tell you what, it's time for the church to wise up and to wake up. We need to wake up. We're in the end time. We don't know the day or hour, but we know it's going to be sooner than we think. So all of those that tunes in on, the, on our broadcast and they hear the pastor, they hear the teaching and the preaching of the Word of God, I tell you what, wake up, shake yourself. Hallelujah. Jesus is preparing to come. He certainly is. And so here we are in the 21st century. Remember the report. The word of renown, uh, renowned uh, George Santana reminds us, those who cannot remember the past are condemned to repeat it. What a statement. Are reasons enough to say we will repeat it. Belshazzar of Babylon was one of the great rulers who should have learned a lesson, but he didn't. How many times have you did something that you said, I shouldn't have done that. I knew better, but you did it anyway. For what reason? It's not clear. You haven't thought it through. If you had it, things could have gone better maybe, huh? So we need to remember the past. Look at Israel today. God fought for them in the Old Testament. And we're still linked with Israel as a friend. Amen. We're still giving them protection. But God has fought for them. And I believe every nation that is connected to help Israel, God is going to take care of the rest. Amen. But when nations refuse to serve the Lord, and give him adoration and be faithful to him. Guess what? I think there's troublesome times for us or for any nation. So we don't want, we would like not to repeat the past. But you know what? I don't know. It just seems like every time we turn around, things happen. Amen. The prophet Daniel was in the city of Babylon. 
the night the Persian army conquered it. He was in Babylon. And you know what? It was Belshazzar who called him to come in and interpret, give an interpretation of the handwriting on the wall. So it happened just like the prophet said. Through Daniel, God told Belshazzar what was going to happen to him and his empower. Did it happen? Just like the Lord prophesied or told Daniel to prophesy, it happened. And so here we are. This amazing sequence that happened and the events of it is recorded in five chapters of the book of Daniel. It's recorded five times in the book of Daniel. King Belshazzar prepared a feast, and there it was. Amen. Tempting God. In the same hour, the Bible says, that hand appeared and it wrote. Today, the handwriting is on the wall for the United States, I believe, and Great Britain. The warning signs are all around us as our nations become more immoral, self-serving, hatred of God, the Supreme Court struck down prayer in the schools. The Supreme Court is not lily white. They're not clean. Amen. I don't know why they vote a man for life, really. They shouldn't have a lifetime job just granted to them through an election. Oh, well, thank you for your amens. I don't think politicians could ha should have all they have. Well, praise God. Do you? Huh? Is that spelled with an N and an O? Okay, so be it. Things happened. The handwriting was on the wall, and exactly what the prophet answered and gave happened. We're in the Western world, and if we continue to ignore God, and to, to ignore the commandments that he gave in there. You know why the Bible, you know why God gave us the Bible in our hands so we could read? So we could know there's a God. The world would have never known there was a God, a creator, had he not started with these words by Moses writing them in the beginning. God created the heavens and the earth. It's in your Bible. If you haven't read it for a while. And then uh, in John 1, 1, I said, in the beginning was 
the Word. The Word was with God and was God. And all things were made by Him. So it's here. The Bible is our outline to know that there is a God. But the world acts like it. They don't need Him. They don't seem to find that it's necessary to try to serve Him. So let's move on down just a little more. The Roman Empire, let's say, what happened to that empire? It lasted for more than 500 years beyond this. Yet even that mighty empire saw its incarnation dissolving to nothing. Rome is not what it once was. And as I mentioned earlier, Adolf Hitler, the Soviet Union has failed. Allied armies vanished and vanquished the Third Reich, the Soviet Union or the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics consistently uh, consisted of 15 republics spanned over 11,000 miles from east to west. They're not the nation they used to be. If we're not careful, we'll say, oh, Russia's really uh, this and that, and, and, and China is this and that. Let me tell you what. China is building a war machine. And guess who she's going to use it against? If you're thinking of somebody else, forget it. She's thinking of America. Amen. We sing our national anthem. Do we not? We sing it at football stadiums. They sing it here and they sing it there. God bless America. The land of the free. That used to be a real genuine song to sing with proudness. Amen. But they sing it, but that's far as it goes. Their life doesn't turn around to bless the Lord. Amen. I know you may think this is just really going nowhere, but you know, God is reminding us And so let's move in an area here. Shortly after Russia's 1956 invasion of Hungary, when many experts believed that the icons, uh, the Iron Curtain had fallen forever on Eastern Europe, the plain truth was it hadn't. The European Federation nations, more powerful than either Russia or, it says, the United States. We have shown years in advance 
that what would happen to, is, to Russia, uh, the empire of Eastern Europe, for 22 years ago, December 1956, even 100 years ago, people still said the sun would never set on the British Empire. But it did. It did. Where are we at today? What period of time are we living in? We're living, folks, more than you think, in the end time. We're living in end time. I don't know if we think that it's not going to happen. You know, some people don't really believe there might be a rapture. The Bible says in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, the trumpet will sound. Isn't it amazing that the Apostle Paul said the dead in Christ will rise first. You and I, which are re, uh, alive and remain at his coming, you think we're going to stay here? No. We, he's getting us ready for a new body. No sickness. No ill problems. Brother, brother pa, uh, David, No knee problems. We're going to heaven with a new body. God's going to take your knees and take my knees where we have damaged them. Huh? No more pain. I'm going to have 20-20 eyesight. Probably sharper than that when we get there. I won't need two or three cars to drive. You're not going to need any cars to drive. Guess what? We'll have a glorified body. Make him like his glorified body. Hallelujah. Wow. We can, he can say, go, and we're there. What a privilege it is. Hallelujah. I'm glad God called me when I was young that I might serve the Lord. And how about you? How about you? Amen. You and I, we're so blessed of God that we don't know how blessed we really are. Wherever we are, guess what? He knows where we are. Look behind you. Goodness and mercy. Hey. What a thrill. Some people say, why do you serve God? I serve him because he's worthy. Yeah. Hallelujah. I had a I had a fellow that became a, a lawyer in after I graduated from high school and he found out that I'd gotten well, he didn't find out. I I I told him I was talking to him about something about the Lord. And he said, How do you know that? I said, I talked to him this morning. I can talk to him in the morning. I can talk to him in the evening. And I can talk to him at noontime right. or at midnight. You don't have to wake him up. Right. He's already waiting. Hey, he never slumbers, neither does he sleep. 
Why wouldn't you want to serve a God like that? All of you that are listening to me tonight, how come you may not seemingly give yourself to the Lord? This is the time to do it. Get right with God. Get repentance, forgiveness in your heart. Let God wash away your sins in the waters of baptism through the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Filled with the Holy Ghost. Christ in you is the hope of glory. If you don't have the Holy Ghost, you don't have Christ. That's Bible. That's not me. That's what the Word of God says. Hallelujah. Christ in you is the hope of glory. Hallelujah. Or the Holy Ghost that's in you is of Christ. Well, somebody was waving something. I guess it's time to, you know, to close off. I hate to, but, uh, well, I don't know. Maybe I need to because I don't know if you're enjoying this or not. But you know what? It's nice to rehear the past. And whatever happened in the past, be careful that we don't find ourselves reduplicating it in the future. Amen. Hallelujah. He's coming. I don't know, sis, if what you've got, but uh, could you... Could you sing a chorus with me? I don't know. This is off the cuff, folks. <laughs> well, I would like to sing closing this out. Jesus is coming soon. He's coming soon. Would you stand with me? With joy, we'll welcome his returning. I'm sorry, Sister Tyler. It may be morn, or it may be night or noon. We know he's coming soon. One more time now. Oh, yes, he's coming soon. He's coming soon with joy. We'll welcome his returning. Oh, it may be morn. Well, it may be night. Or noon, we know he's coming soon. You believe that? Hallelujah. I pray that our ones that are hearing us on our broadcast tonight, wherever you may be, we welcome you and tune in Sunday morning, right, on our broadcast at 10, 10 o'clock. And we'll be here worshiping the Lord, praising God, and inviting you to hear the pastor on Sunday morning. God is doing a great thing in the earth. We can't see all of it, but he's doing a great thing in the earth. Amen.
and we're pleased with his goodness to us, we want to walk in the light as he is in the light. And if we walk in the light as he is in the light, guess what? We have fellowship one with another. God bless you is our prayers tonight. And possibly Sister Tyler, we'll let you finish off with whatever you have. <laughs> Thank you. God bless everyone. His word upon his promise. What they the Lord Jesus, Jesus, how I love him, how I prove him more and more. Jesus, Jesus. Precious Jesus, oh, for grace to trust Him more. God bless all that's here tonight. We're happy to be in the house of the Lord. And uh, we give you praise and honor and thankfulness for all your benefits. I'm glad I mentioned something tonight on the church that was given to... Uh